Welcome to the virtual preceptor training course. The course consists of a series of modules aimed to provide you with the knowledge and skills needed to be a successful preceptor. In this module, we will discuss the documentation required in the preceptor role. As a preceptor, you are required to complete documentation throughout the orientation phase. This module will provide you with the reason for this requirement and the different forms of documentation. Documentation is one of the responsibilities of a preceptor. It is a requirement for multiple reasons. The training record is required by the regulatory and accrediting bodies for the hospital. Some examples of these are ACHC, OSHA, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, also called CMS, and the State Department of Health. These regulatory bodies require proof of a training record to verify that the hospital is training new hires to provide safe patient care. The regulatory bodies would give the hospital a citation or withhold reimbursement for care provided if we are not documenting the training process for all of our care providers. The documentation also sets an expectation for the new hire. The papers or forms used to communicate clear expectations for how the new hire is expected to behave, communicate, and what type of knowledge they will need to perform the job successfully. The documentation forms also provide feedback to the stakeholders, such as the clinical educator or the unit manager, on the progress through orientation. It can help inform decisions of work areas to be assigned or tasks that the new hire still needs an opportunity to perform in order to keep moving through the orientation process. It is also important for the new hire to know how they are progressing as they are a key stakeholder in this process. If they can visually see that they are 50% of the way through the required items on the form, they can gauge how well they are doing or they can ask for more assistance to progress further. Finally, they are a way for you as the preceptor to verify you have covered all of their required knowledge, skills, and behaviors. Many times there are aspects of the job that we perform on rare occasions. Think of emergency procedures or something that may only happen once or twice per year. You would want to cover those topics with your new hire, but you may not immediately remember them because they happen so infrequently. Preceptors may be asked to document the orientation process on a variety of tools. Checklists are the most common. Also, daily, weekly journals, meeting notes, and improvement plans may be included. Each location or area will have different types of documentation. Always verify with your supervisor or clinical education department to determine what is required for your work area. We will discuss each of these individually and provide examples. Checklists are the most common types of documentation for a preceptor. The checklist is a list of competencies or line items that the preceptor is verifying the new hire is competent in. Formats of checklists can either be paper or electronic. Each box or space must be marked individually. Typically, you are writing or entering the date, your name or initials, and the method in which you verified competency. Pay attention to the header of the document. Usually there are instructions on how to fill out the form, as well as a legend for any abbreviations included in it. The bottom of the form may also include instructions for you. 
For example, one might say, submit the completed form to your manager. If you are using a paper checklist, make sure that you are clearly writing dates, methods, and your initials or signatures. You should not mark lines down through a list of items. Accreditation and regulatory surveyors will not approve of this method. You will need to mark each box individually. Electronic checklists are used in some regions. These documents you fill out electronically as the preceptor. The line items are hyperlinked to a document called a KSA. This stands for Knowledge, Skills, and Attitude. The right-hand column of the KSA tells the preceptor what to discuss, observe, and verify with the new hire. The left-hand column is for the new hire. This is all the resources available to them in order to know, know how, or why they should care about certain aspects of their job role. Resources include hospital policies, procedures, websites, videos, training events, and device-specific instructions for use. The preceptor can also use these in order to refresh or review topics. Again, as the preceptor, you are not expected to know everything. Just use your resources. To fill out this checklist, the preceptor simply clicks in the cell and then selects the date, method of verification, and then their name as the validator. The preceptor is granted edit access, whereas the new hire is given view-only access. This protects the integrity of the document while still allowing the new hire to know what the expectation is for them. For more information, please reach out to your clinical educator. There are additional modules and videos to further explain how to use this tool. In addition to the main checklist, you may see skill or equipment specific checklists. This is a set of detailed steps for one skill or type of equipment. They are usually required for high risk equipment or behaviors that could cause harm to patients or staff. Some examples of these could be the Alaris pump for medication administration or the Belmont Rapid Infuser for blood product administration. Some of these may even have QR codes on the form that link to a demonstration video. Some high risk skills might include restraint application, phlebotomy lab draws, peripheral IV insertions, arterial sheath removals, and many more. Each department or work area will have different high-risk skills and equipment. Always refer to your department-specific requirements for which of these require a separate checklist. Journaling is another form of documentation. Some facilities or departments may require the preceptor to complete a short journal entry each day detailing the goal for the day, review of what went well, what could be improved, and the goal for the next day or shift. This could be done on paper or in electronic format. This quick journal entry demonstrates goal setting with the new hire to focus the training for a specific shift. It also provides a sense of accomplishment for the new hire when they achieve a goal each day. The journal is also a helpful method to communicate between multiple preceptors. This way, the new hire doesn't experience Groundhog's Day by repeating what they've already learned or mastered. 
that causes frustration for the new hire as well as slows down the entire orientation process. Meeting notes are another form of documentation. As the preceptor, you may be asked to join a meeting with the new hire and other stakeholders to discuss progress. Sometimes there are areas where the new hire may be struggling or not progressing as quickly. Then a plan is made to assist the orientation process. By documenting the meeting notes or signing the plan that was created, each person involved is verifying that they understand their roles and responsibilities. This also allows for accountability from each party involved. To better understand this, let's talk through a hypothetical example. The new hire you are training is struggling with teaching a patient how to use the incentive spirometer. You are called into a brief meeting to discuss this with the new hire and the clinical educator. A plan is developed where the new hire agrees to review the policies, patient education materials, and attend a training session on how to use the teachback method. You as the preceptor agree to role play a teaching scenario with the new hire prior to the next time that they have to implement this in practice. The educator agrees to schedule the training session and follow up with you both within one week. Each person signs the meeting notes detailing the plan. Now, each of you are responsible and held accountable for completing those actions by the next meeting. This type of documentation assists with clear communication and removes the, I didn't say that, or I didn't know that argument. As we wrap up this module, let's review the key takeaways. Documentation is a vital preceptor responsibility. The documentation you provide is the record of training received so that our patients can receive safe care. The most common form that you will encounter as a preceptor is a checklist, and these can either come in a paper or electronic format. Due to variability in work areas and job roles, the orientation forms will vary. Always verify what is required in your area by reaching out to your clinical education department or your unit leader. Thank you for your time and attention today. We appreciate your dedication to professional growth and development in your career here at Franciscan.